welcome to the Youth Development Professionals Guidebook. I'm your host, Michael Garcia. And I'm your co-host, Al Ferreira. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hi, thanks for joining us today. I am very excited to welcome our very special guest, Al. Al, how you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm very excited to welcome our very special guest, Michael. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it so much. We, we are having a, a special celebration today of our 15th, our 15 episodes so far. Yeah. Yeah, this is our this is our official 16th. We've done 15 so far and like Al and I do on the end of every episode, we do a wrap up. And so we thought it was time as we're changing a little bit of our format for the episodes that we reach out to you and wrap up what we've learned over the past 15 episodes. Um the the Youth Development Professionals Guidebook or the guidebook as we call it has been a thought process we I've been working on for a couple of years now to really engage and educate the young professionals in the youth development field. And so the main focus of everything has always been, what do I want the 20-year-old version of myself to learn from the 45-year-old version? And so once COVID-19 hit, uh, I reached out to Al and we had a great talk about missing an opportunity if we don't engage sooner. Uh, so what we did was we reached out to the youth development professionals in our areas and had a monstrous number of people reach out and want to tell their story about what they're doing at this time. Our original first release episode actually is not scheduled until June 4th. And Al and I decided that that's not enough time. We need to work and reach out to this amazing community and help them to understand that they're not alone and that there's other people out there who can help them. So what we are doing right now is we are going back to a every other week episode release. We've been doing two a week uh, we've gone through quite a few, like we said, 15 different people that have come out and, and talked to us about all the amazing things they're doing. But we're going back starting June 4th to have an every other week release. And then from there, we'll continue this process, hopefully on and on for a long, long time. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to, like I said, recap the past 15 episodes. Al, I can't, can you believe it's been 15 episodes? At blink of an eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've become really good at the editing part, I hope. Uh, give me some feedback. Uh, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a challenge with some of the logistics, but I think we've gotten and honed in on this. And we really want to be open and honest. And if anybody's out there looking to start a podcast and wants to talk, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to, to let you know what I did wrong and hopefully some things that we did right. So... A couple of things we're going to follow up. Our plan is sometime in late September, early October, follow up with quite a few of our guests and re-ask one question that we asked them during the interview and uh, see if their answers have changed. So we might have a couple of episodes in late September, early October, maybe end of October that will be recaps. And so we're really excited to hear how their summers went, if all the amazing things they've planned have changed 
and gone on to. So that being said, uh, this is where we are. So like we wrap up each show, but we're going to start this one off. Let's jump in. Al, what did you learn in the past 15 episodes? Well, I've really taken, um, uh, there's been essentially three takeaways that I've gotten from uh, all of these different things. So I want to talk about the first one, uh, and that's gratitude uh, and thankfulness. Um, each one of our uh, uh, folks that we've interviewed have spoken about it on multiple different levels. Uh, they're, you know, they've had gratitude as an overall tone. And again, this is the most difficult, uh, you know, global situation that anybody has ever lived through. And still there's this gratitude as a, as a tone uh, to how everybody has participated. Sometimes it's been a kind of a decentralized gratitude. Uh, sometimes it's been this fully awake gratitude uh, of the moment. Um, uh, you know, uh, when, when, when I think about it, uh, you know, we've heard people talk about how they're grateful for the things that are around them, how they are grateful for those who are impacting their lives. And, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to have heard that. Um, you know, it, it just, uh, that, that gratitude has been beyond so much. You know, it's been about gratitude for my family, gratitude for my health, gratitude for my work. Uh, I'm going to throw in gratitude for my good knees. Um, it, it, it's just a moment of reflective thought uh, that kind of soaks you in like, uh, like, like, Michael, like that sunlight that comes after uh, uh, an afternoon rainstorm in the middle of the summer. It just overwhelms you with that feeling. And I know that I, as I say that, uh, all the folks who follow us who are uh, camp professionals, they know that moment and they know that feeling. Um, I, I, you know, the, the couple that stood out for me uh, that spoke about gratitude, that, that pay it forward gratitude uh, that Emily Rydell uh, on episode 13, uh, she's with Tick Camp, that she spoke about uh, because she was that uh, little redheaded girl who was picked uh, out by her camp director to be a successor. Uh, and, and so that pay it forward gratitude that she keeps moving on. Uh, or, uh, you know, most recently, Sean Tidi on episode 14, um, who has talked about, you know, how, uh, you know, from the 4-H that he works with uh, and, and how much he just exuded uh, with the blessings of his life and that offer of hope that he offered to all of us. So, so gratitude was my first takeaway. So how about you, Michael? What, what, what's, what's one thing that stood out for you? Yeah, I would agree. It's, it's funny, Al and I, just so everybody knows, we, we prep completely different for these things. <laughs> and as we go through, and I, I probably have a sixth of a page of notes compared to Al's page that he has. And, but it's funny because the first two episodes, Emily and Sean were right at the top of my list. And so, you know, episode um, 13 with Emily uh, Riedel for the TIC camp um, and Sean TD for New York State 4-H camps, episode 14, were just, I don't know if it was some of our latest episodes, but really some of the most impactful 
episodes that I got to learn from. I think one of the huge takeaways for me was those two people put themselves out there. They were vulnerable and open and honest. Uh, Sean told an amazing story of how he chose hope over everything else. And that's, it's, and he even admitted it's easy to say that, but it's hard to do that. And so really kind of putting that at his forefront was, was important. And I think the other part, Emily, when she talked about how I was just so impressed with how much she really put herself out there and being vulnerable as a small business owner, not just camp, a small business owner during this time and making decisions that not only impact her family, her staff's family, her campers, and families that come and participate in her program. I think one of the things that Emily said that I really grasped, grasped onto was she was not, she was done. She was not ready to change. She fought this virtual camp idea. Uh, her and I talk and we're friends and we talk outside of, of the podcast and I've told her, I said, I'm just not comfortable with that. And I it just, I can't wrap my head around it. And over time we've, we've, to grow and change. And now she has camp optimistic, right? And this is a new format. And as she said, and we've heard so many times through all of our episodes, you know, one of the questions we ask regularly is what have you learned that you're going to continue to doing? And Emily jumped right on. We have a way to engage outside of the six, eight, 10 weeks of camp in the summer. And how do we connect with families is going to be a huge part. And I really think that's, that's a huge learning is to have the emotional maturity to be able to say, I'm not comfortable with this, but I'm going to lead through it. And I, I really thought that was, that was great. I, I, I love the fact that, you know, two old camp dogs are, are on the same page when it comes to this. Uh, Al and I just chatted before the episode started. Al's hitting his 40th summer at camp and I'm hitting my 30th summer at camp. I don't know how that's possible when we're both 29, but other than that, you know, it's, uh, it's really a long time. We've been working with kids and, and engaging in this youth development field. And I, I love the passion that we've had from all of our guests, but especially, um, and it might be recent, but especially with, with Emily and, and Sean. The next person I want to call out is Rachel Janini. Uh, Rachel is on episode 10. And I love that we brought Rachel in because this is not meant to be a camp podcast. This is meant to be for youth development for all ages. And Rachel, her energy and passion and intelligence on where education is going and should be going for our preschool. She calls them the littles. I call them peanuts. Um, was was hugely inspirational to me. Not to mention that you know I live in a house with a preschool uh, teacher, and my wife and I, through the youth development professionals website, do some consulting for preschools. But Rachel was a huge advocate and talked a lot about how we can be better. Um, she is leading this change in Chicago and leading the change even bigger. And I think that change of how we do things 
has been built into all of our shows so far. Um, we can't continue to do the same thing we did yesterday. And as we get through summer 2020 and school year 2020, 2021, next summer is going to be even different. And we're going to fix what we've learned and process and make it better. And I, I really think, you know, change was another huge component of what we heard here through the, the guidebook. That's, uh, you know, that that's so funny that you talk about that. Uh, again, Michael and I didn't prep each other for for any of this my 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 quote for today is uh, from you know I, I get up every morning and I listen to uh, different things to kind of I call it my education hour uh, you know I drink my coffee and I, I just get some quotes and stories and that sort of thing and and my quote today is about change and growth uh, uh, and and uh, I did share this quote with Michael before the call uh, a caterpillar is not meant to die a caterpillar and, and just the imagery of that kind of change and growth is so inspirational. And yes, we are absolutely uh, ready to, um, uh, you know, look at that in, in, in so many different ways. I know uh, we're, we're going to take a, a little bit of a short break right now, and then we're going to come back with uh, our, uh, well, my second uh, takeaway, as well as some additional thoughts from Michael. If you're interested in having your voice heard on this podcast, go to youthdevelopmentpro.com and send us an email. Well, welcome back to our podcast. Today, Michael and I are kind of uh, just talking about the lessons and takeaways that we've had over the uh, last 15 um, episodes. And um, uh, we've, we've had some fascinating stuff happening. Um, I, you know, I, as many of you know, I'm going to bring in John Maxwell, and, and here it comes. The second takeaway uh, that I have is all about connection, uh, really the impact of being human and growing connection. Um, the, John has his 21 laws of leadership, and the 10th law is the law of connection, and that the heart comes first, and, and we all long to really connect on such an emotional level. Uh, I go back to, to episode two with Matt Henry from Camp Skyline, and, and I've used this quote several times in the past month. Um, uh, camp or, or whatever organization you choose to serve uh, uh, you know, youth professionals in, uh, camp is all social proximity. It's all at once. And, and that image of how people come to camp and they are all in the same space uh, it is all about social proximity and those connections that we form. Uh, and then uh, Rachel Janini, uh, episode 10, who connects with preschoolers uh, and their parents uh, in her little two-minute videos about quarantine with Rachel. If, if you haven't watched these, uh, they're, they're fantastic because it, it really does play on, on so many different levels, both to kids uh, and to adults. There's lessons that from each one of them on how, how we communicate and how we connect. Um, I, I, I believe each one of our guests have talked about connect. I don't believe that. I know that for a fact. Uh, uh, Kurt on episode seven from Camp for All, uh, as, as he and his staff, or as he talked about his staff, uh, he, he, he said put th that they were putting creativity on overdrive. 
and how his connection to his staff was so evident in how they're performing and how he wasn't surprised by any of it, uh, but he was impressed by all of it, um, as, as well as his stakeholders uh, and how they're supporting his organization. And, and he works with like 65 different organizations at his camp program. Uh, and, and it's all due to the relationships that he has and, and the work, uh, the, the, you know, how hard they've all worked to build on those connections. Connections are, are just so impactful on so many levels. How about you, Michael? I took the words. I think you're cheating off my uh, list here because <laughs> we, uh, I have both, uh, both of those listed on mine. And I think the big pull for me was as you're not alone, right? Emily talked a little bit about feeling isolated and being out there by herself and then connecting to other camp directors and making that connection, building those relationships so she knew she was together. I think one of the big parts for me was Matt Henry, way back on episode two, uh, talked about getting his volunteers involved. And Kurt talked about them too, but Matt talked about really getting them in on the decisions that had to be made. Having it be one person making a decision is, is a challenge. And it, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. But being able to disperse that weight out with peers, with people you trust, with volunteers and board members, and people who are connected and understand your mission that allows you to have the right frame of mind to make those difficult choices. And so when we listen to Matt about bringing his board in to make the decision to not run this summer, and when we listen to Kurt, when he talked about engaging with his staff and engaging with his agencies that he works with, it's such a unique camp down there in Texas, that those programs and those those people are really important and that's what we're really about from Rachel through working with uh, college age for Sarah Rich through camp through after school through preschool through everything we do in the youth development field it's about people and I think that's why I always say I have the best job in the world I love connecting with people I love having conversations. I love making sure that I give the time allotted for you to tell your story and we can work together. I think one of my favorite role models is Fred Rogers. Everybody's as much as Al's a, a John Maxwell guy, I'm a Fred Rogers guy. And I think really being open and empathetic and understanding and talking to and not at the people we work with and around is important. And Rachel does that very much uh, on those, those quarantine with Rachel episodes. She's actually, and as she builds them like Sesame street, she's talking to the parents and having the parents try and guide them through this. Uh, yes. They're kid friendly. Um, she says, wash your paws, be very kind to each other. Yes, those are great messages for children to hear, but she's also really focused on talking to parents and how to engage with their children. And that's, that's big. 
because she is an expert in this field. And your interactions with children, this may be the first long-term relationship you've had with a child, and it's yours. And so getting that information from experts is going to really help guide you through everything. Some fantastic takeaways there. Um, and I, again, I find that uh, uh, we are on the same page so far with our, uh, with, uh, uh, our two ta- first two takeaways. Um, uh, my, my third takeaway, I'm, I'm going to go back um, uh, to a, a couple of our first interviews, uh, one with River, who was in Venezuela with uh, La Llanada Internacional and Alberto from uh, episode six with his linguistic immersion program. Um, As we talked about what they thought uh, they were learning and what they might look back on from the future, uh, Alberto said, uh, harvest the good in every situation. Or River, who was in episode three, talked about win or learn from losses. Um, It's just amazing that uh, the, the knowing, the, the growth that takes place in a time of crisis like we, we are facing. Or Professor Dave on episode five, who talked about optimism uh, and the growth that he's had there. Uh, Melissa on episode eight talked about the ripple effect. And oh my gosh, I love Rabbi Sarah on episode 12, who says uh, you know, that she's connecting with people on navigating the gray. Isn't that an amazing, again, such amazing visual quotes uh, from from people. Uh, Ultimately, they all are offering hope. They are all talking, all those different things are about hope, uh, which was, uh, you know, again, Sean Titi on episode uh, 14, his favorite quote uh, from Napoleon that leaders are dealers in hope. So, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing from uh, uh, Patrick in episode 11 uh, from uh, North Star Camp when, you know, he's, he said when we hear about the summer, uh, when he was talking about his family camp program that they're offering right now, the virtual family camps, uh, we weren't at camp, but it felt like camp. All of them gave us this, you know, idea that there was something to look forward to after this crisis is over, after we've moved to whatever, you know, normal is going to look like. I, I know when, we, when we're touching back with each of these um, very hopeful leaders, um, uh, we will hear how they uh, are trying to uh, continually to, to nurture and, and sow that kind of hope. That's what I'm looking forward to. That was my third takeaway. How about you, Michael? again, took the words out of my mouth. So I'm going to kind of go off a little bit on a different one. I think one of the things and one of the interviews that we haven't talked about yet, Mark Young, uh, J Response, JCC of North America. He was episode nine. I'm a J responder. I'm going to open that up. So everybody knows I've been working with Mark and having conversations with him since last November. And the work that he is doing is amazing wrangling hundreds of jccs across the north america to take mental health to take time to invest in their employees and themselves and 
using these models of development to work on this continuing crisis because that's what we're in right now we are on a continuing crisis this is not a something happened on a day and it's addressed nationally two weeks later there's less news about it six weeks later there's no news about it but the the town it happened or the city it happened in or the place it happened in is still is still writhing from the pain this is from buffalo new york where we are to our friends in texas venezuela spain all over the world are feeling these same things and mark talked a lot about how to manage that crisis and how jay response is managing that crisis and i think hearing and as i'm looking back at all the episodes we all are managing it the same but different we're all taking stock we're all processing but the way our brains work we're coming out with different outcomes and that's good and that's a positive thing because what you need to understand is how the preschool program that you run and the preschool program 10 blocks away run are completely different. And that's why parents have chosen you to accept the biggest gift in their life, their children. And so as you go through, make sure that you are being true to yourself. You know, the mission of your organization, you may not have it written out somewhere. A lot of nonprofits do, um, some for-profits do as well, but what is your mission? What is your goal? What is your outcome to be successful? And I really want to make sure that we are talking about, and we've not talked about all 15 people, but every single one of them has given us hope, has given us um, a, a glimpse into their process, into their understanding of where this crisis is taking them. So I really, I really am grateful to everything that everyone's done. Al and I are going to take a quick commercial and we'll be back to wrap up in a different way. All right. We'll see you in a bit. Thanks to our friends at Expert Online Trading for supporting the Youth Development Professional Guidebook podcast. Al, you used Expert Online Training at your summer camp. I did, actually. I used them for several seasons at the last camp that I was the executive director. When we were trying to decide the items that we would present during our staff orientation week, there were so many things that we left out. And when expert online training came along, it was like, oh, we can do this ahead of camp. And then people come in and they're already prepared. We even added on to our, our support staff, our directing team, components so that we'd all be on the same page prior to doing our support staff training as well. It just really made a huge difference. And Expert Online Training has some great folks who present uh, the kind of people that you'd want to see at conferences or that you do make time to see at the different conferences throughout the year. So if you're interested in looking for the highest quality online training for your youth programs, go to expertonlinetraining.com and check them out. Thanks again for all their support. Welcome back, everybody. We are excited you stayed with us. We want to wrap up the episode. And since this whole episode is how we normally wrap things up, um, we're going to actually tell you how to get a hold of us. So, Al, 
how can people get a hold of you? What are you doing lately? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I, you know, you, you can find me on Facebook uh, at the Al Ferreira page. Uh, on, on that page, you get a, a, a daily quote of, uh, that hopefully will inspire you. I, uh, I plan those out weeks in advance and sometimes the, uh, the, the quotes just fit the day like there's no tomorrow. So uh, uh, also I have a, a group that I uh, has started a few years ago uh, on Facebook called My Camp Folks. And it's people that I've met through camp, uh, through the camp experience. Uh, and, you know, I share information, including these podcasts on there. Uh, and then the, my latest thing, I, I just started uh, and I'm doing from, from Memorial Day uh, to Labor Day. I've started a, a blog. Uh, it just I've, I've had uh, one, one of my mentors, one of my coaches uh, has been after me for, for months uh, to start a blog. And so I've done that. And since this is my 40th year in camping, I'm kind of taking the frame of reference of, 40 years and 40 lessons. So I'm going uh, year by year, not chronologically, just year by year story-wise of 40 different lessons that I've learned between Memorial Day uh, and Labor Day. I started Memorial Day with um, uh, beginnings and endings, and uh, I'll, I'll end uh, Labor Day also with kind of a, a, an ending story. And, uh, and there'll be, uh, there, there'll be uh, some really uh, choice blog stories in there, including that time that I was an international arms dealer for camp. You, I, I know you're looking forward to that one. So yeah. We, How about you, Michael? We won't give up any of those names when, when you were an arms dealer, Al. That's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, we don't, we don't want, we want it, you to stay with us. It, it, uh, the things you do when you work for, for agency camps. And let me tell you, there was a time where I was an international arms dealer for camp. You can find me at youthdevelopmentpro.com. That's my website. Uh, my wife and I do some consulting for youth development and, and program design and leadership and mentoring, especially younger camp uh, and after school professionals. The big thing for me and releasing and dropping at the end of June is going to be a YouTube vlog, a video blog uh, about fundraising. I think if you're not fundraising, especially at this time, but if you're a, a camp or after school program and you're not fundraising, you're missing an opportunity and a way to engage in creating a culture of philanthropy inside of your organization. Uh, a lot of people feel that fundraising is a dirty word and asking people for money is not a good thing, but I will tell you, um, it is an important part of getting your message out to the community and getting people to connect and really engage with you. So this is going to be a free YouTube video blog. And then um, we'll have some free opportunities to engage with us at youthdevelopmentpro.com. Uh, engage with us through the guidebook. Uh, you can reach out to me any way you need to, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Youth Development Pro, Facebook, Youth Development Pro, Instagram, uh, and we'll get back to you. So thanks, Al, for indulging through this whole, you know, podcast. And I'm, I'm really, you know, one of the big things I want everyone to hear is Al is someone who has really stepped up to help me with this, this brainchild. And he, this podcast would not be what it is without him. 
um, good and bad. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I, I really, I really appreciate it. I thank you very much. Thanks to all of our listeners. We, we are, have over 250 uh, downloads already. Uh, we have close to a hundred followers on all of our sites. So just keep it up, share with friends again, right now it's camp time, but uh, come August, we're going to really start talking about after school programs and preschool programs and how they're going to open and launch moving forward. So um, thanks everybody. Have an amazing day and uh, stay safe out there. Bye-bye.